0: I'm Jean Parker, and you're listening to Discovering How, a podcast of the Ethical Business Building the Future organization. We're a global learning community using our workplaces to build a better future. On today's program, we're focusing on meaningful work. What is it? How do we find it? We'll hear from EBBF member Stefan Zahrai from the UK about his experiences finding meaningful work. And we'll receive the wisdom and advice of Serge Thiel, also an EBBF member from Luxembourg. But first, Daira Pujara is the founder and CEO of Y Center, a global experiential education organization. He discovered meaningful work by quitting his job. We spoke at a recent EBBF event in Geneva. Why is it that you quit after eight hours? Some people would say that's a very abbreviated career.
1: (laughs) My career started after that. I don't even look at it as career. I think that was the inflection point in my career, uh, that one day. Um, So interestingly, as much as it appears as an impulsive decision to quit your job on day one, I don't think, I mean, it depends on how you define impulsiveness. I think it was brewing up since growing up. Um, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Uh, I wanted to own a business ever since, uh, I learned first about it, which was, I think when I was uh, at the age of 12, my dad is a small business owner as well. Uh,
0: so What's, what was his business?
1: Uh, he's, he's a small business owner, uh, doing trading in, uh, salt in India. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm, my business has nothing to do with it. Uh, And I didn't, he never actually taught me business because he didn't want me to become a businessman. And that's why he put me through college saying, I know how tough it is to do business and there you are not going to do it. Uh, You better get a job because that's where safety is. Uh, So, you know, grass is greener on the other side. As a business owner, he wanted me to have a job because he never had one. Mm -hmm. And guess what I did? (laughs) You had a
0: job and you blew it. (laughs) I blew
1: it up. I blew it up uh, only to do and find my real job. Uh, You know, I keep saying, When i was in college um i learned but only after i left college i got educated same with my job i was working at my jobs since the day i quit my job i've never worked a single day because i love what i do and i don't feel like work anymore so it was not impulsive uh jenny to be honest i think it was brewing up in me since i was a child and that was the day when i decided if i don't do it now I'm going to cheat myself, and I'm also going to cheat the company I work for because I won't be as efficient I would like to be because my heart isn't here. So I made that decision. That was the epiphany. Uh, yeah, let's mm-hmm. call it that. Why <laughs> Center is a global experiential education organization. We are based out of Philadelphia, and U.S. Uh, let's focus on the why. In fact, the name itself has why in it. Um, the most top level perspective for why why center is to capture the human curiosity to learn, which is our ability to question why. Um growing up, I think everyone has that curiosity by default, but as we reach in adulthood and go through higher education and get specialized with this fancy business degrees, we stop asking why. We just start taking everything for granted. With Why Center, I want to bring back that basic of human curiosity of asking why. If we are saying I'm going to donate $500 for this cause, my question is why? What do you want to achieve with this? And Why Center programs essentially tap into that curiosity for adults, and that's why Why Center in the most basic sense. And how is that done? Uh, so we are doing that through creating and delivering um, educational programs, which we like to call experiential education. So we, as we know, for the last hundred years, uh, teachers have been on one side and students on the other. Despite all the amazing technology that we have come up with, the narrative of education has not changed much. I think we still have teachers on one side and students on the other, but our challenges in today's world are completely different than what they used to be hundred years ago when this education was invented, which is going all the way back to industrial revolution. Uh, But since education hasn't changed, we thought a better way to achieve the human curiosity and all of those things that we want to achieve would be through creating this new pedagogy program, which we call experiential learning, Mm -hmm. which means all the programs that we are creating at Y Center, uh, we are directly connecting it with real world issues. So people are not Mm -hmm. just learning about business or entrepreneurship in an absolute sense, they're now learning in a relative context. To the real modern world. So, if you are learning about engineering program at Y center, it is now connected to global warming or climate change. Uh, and uh, we are not interested in theories and definitions. We are interested in how how to get things done through this program.
0: So, relevancy is important.
1: Yes, and we actually call it uh, importance of context over content. We don't care about more. We don't care much about what you are learning. We care about how you are going to use it. Who are your students? Uh, we started only from college and university students. We are now starting to see a lot of corporate organizations also talk about us, reach out proactively to us and say, hey, we believe that this would also be helpful for our employees. Because as our organizations are going more and more global, we need employees who are actually have been to the universities that you are now working with, but they don't have that Uh, knowledge base or the new way of thinking that you're promoting so how about actually doing a workshop or an event with our employees as well but primarily our students are coming from universities in u.s in africa and in india anywhere from undergrad students and all the way to phd students
0: we'll hear more from daira in future episodes stefan zarai is a product manager and business consultant and i asked him the same question why did you quit your job last week
2: Right now is the moment to start participating in, uh, uh, you know, contributing to the society, transformation of the society. And rather than uh, being in an organization that is coexisting, so meaning existing in parallel to uh, those organizations that are contributing to the society, I'd rather, you know, contribute to the society. So I use this expression of, you know, I don't want to ride the wave, I want to make the wave. And I think it's important that uh, youth, uh, young professionals, but also people that are more experienced, start looking into those organizations that are actually contributing to the transformation of the society. Coming from the startup world, uh, it's something that I've I've been very I've, I've been observing. Right, uh, three years ago I went to the biggest uh, startup summit in the world, which is in Dublin, called uh, uh, the Startup Summit, Web Summit, and. I realized, you know, with speaking to all of the the participants, so you have like 20,000 participants, uh, you know, so many startups that people are creating company, but they don't know why they're creating companies. They just create companies because they can, because they have uh, this power to create and this will to create, but they don't know exactly why they're creating what they're creating. So I think, you know, if you don't know why you're creating what you're creating, then it's easy to ask yourself the question, you know what am I doing you know and why is my job uh, why does my job matter and, and I think you know making the parallel with bigger organization is actually the same it's it's this idea of purpose and I think that um, organizations today are quite confused you know what what is our purpose today what are we trying to achieve and if the organization is confused how can the employees not be confused as well so I think for the younger generation it's uh, you know we speak about Generation Y Generation X uh, it's, it's about purpose. The whole question is about purpose. How can we um, you know, be uh, uh, working in an organization that don't understand what they're trying to achieve? Most of the businesses that I found were, you know, let's say, uh, products that were facilitating uh, uh, people's you know, everyday life. But rather than creating a product that uh, is actually meaningful, is actually creating a need in, in, in the end user. And I, and I don't believe in that personally. Um, and I think there are, you know, higher. There is a higher purpose to pursue. How
0: widespread, industry-wide, was this phenomenon?
2: Oh, I think I think it's huge. It touched all verticals. So it goes from, like you said, you know, the entertainment industry to, you know, the lifestyle industry to the, f- the financial industry. So the way I understand that is there's too much distraction and and distraction yes distraction is you know distracting us from, from purpose and if we have something that is just you know blinding us and not enabling us to actually pursue a, a higher purpose then it's it's counterproductive and I, and i and i do agree with that
0: the work that you're doing now yes. describe it
2: so i just quit my job and i think for me next is um, either i identify an organization that is making the wave and uh, I apply to it and I, and I make sure I, I can I can be quite appealing for them so that they hire me or I create my own business and uh, my dream has always been to create my own business I've been you know uh, an entrepreneur uh, for the last three years created a business in London but the next businesses I want to create my dream startup would be a social enterprise startup studio so basically uh, building a team of people, uh that would tackle uh, social problems uh, in the fields of education and healthcare uh, in different regions of the world okay. and uh using digital means to create products and services that would be delivered to uh, uh to communities um one example for example uh for example is um uh, i'm currently exploring the uh, possibility of creating a platform to uh, foster relationships between neighbors in london Uh, Because I believe that, you know, if we are able to create a platform um, for neighborhoods in London that foster relationships, that co responsibilize you know, people within the neighborhood, uh, we can create a sense of community, which I think uh, is extremely important if you want to transform the society. If I'm able to create a platform where um, people uh, can... um, tackle issues specific to their neighborhood let's say for example a neighborhood in westminster has an issue with a specific type of education that a neighborhood in hackney has had in in the past five years and in hackney they found a solution for that what i would love my platform to do is able to you know tap into the knowledge that was created previously so that you know you can tap into the potential of what's been done before and what's worked before
0: what else do you look at when you're Getting ready to start a new entrepreneurial enterprise.
2: Yeah. Um, so, very important. It's looking at you know the competitive landscape. Obviously, uh, looking at you know what others are doing, what they're doing well, what they're doing uh, bad, um, and it's also looking at uh, you know what's uh, what do users want, right? The community want because you don't want to build a product that people don't want at the end of the day. Because this is actually the, the, the old school way to, to, to look at things is, oh, let's build a product uh, that we believe you know, people will buy at the end. And if they don't buy it, then it's okay. We'll do a marketing campaign and we'll sell it. It's fine. People will, people will buy it. No, I think you know, today, and this is why I love startups, is, is you know, this lean approach, this uh, human uh, design-centered approach. It's looking at what the user needs, and then build a product or a service and an experience around that. And it's, it's super important because not only you're there to um, fulfill um, a functional need, but you're there also fulfilling an experiential need. And this is where the magic lies.
0: Stefan Zarai, an entrepreneur developing his version of meaningful work. And now, the words of Serge Thiel, an EBBF member from Luxembourg, with his explanation of meaningful work. And this is read for us by Tahiri Micho from Johannesburg, South Africa.
3: Too many people make their professional choices depending on their chances of landing a job and not because it responds to a specific purpose or passion they may have. As a consequence, many people are in occupations that they are not interested in or in places that do not fit with their talents or passions, places where they are not making a difference. To achieve the best outcome, Act both at a personal and at an organizational level. As an individual, think about questions such as, what am I deeply attracted to? What corresponds to my motivations and my values? We need moments to stop and think, especially because the world is changing so fast. If we look back just 10 years ago, we would have never dreamt of such fast evolution and rapid interconnectedness. For this reason, deciding now on the career that would ultimately be right for you is quite ludicrous. It is rather an approach of setting a direction for your path. Have that direction and the boundaries of that path be set by what is truly important to you, then walk that path. It is impossible to know where that path will lead you 10 years from now, but it is certain that it will lead you in a direction that will avoid the disalignment disenchantment and burnout increasingly faced by so many. At the organizational level, be aware and act on the responsibility of creating a work environment that answers deeper questions of meaningfulness, create an environment and a broader purpose that drives your staff. By creating those aims, financial gains which are the imperative of a for-profit organization will almost magically materialize thanks to more motivated, creative, and committed people. People who your stakeholders can trust. And by purpose we mean answering the question, how can we create value for the community and for the world? How can we become useful and ultimately necessary for our stakeholders? Focusing on values and on the best way to act on those values and effectively communicating those key drivers to old and new partners in the company whilst helping people develop their potential is the ultimate solution that will move your people and your partners away from burnout situations.
0: Thank you for joining us. I hope today's program has inspired you, our listeners, with ideas for discovering how we can all build a prosperous, just, and sustainable civilization. This has been Ethical Business, Building the Future, Discovering How. Get more from this podcast by sharing your comments, an article, or a link to something that's important to you. You can contact us on our website, www.ebbf.org. I'm Jean Parker for EBBF. And I thank you for listening.